0: Hello and welcome to another edition of video games episode 293. And well, I am here with you, Sean Garmer, your host. And of course, oh, hey, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. How are you, sir? How about you? Doing okay. So getting used to going back to the office, not having a lot of time. Um, uh, yeah. was nice to, to be at the house, but hey, we got a raise. So that's uh, always positive. Yeah. Uh, just, just think it's like, they knew something in the back of the head. Just when people were starting to look for other jobs, I was too and then they just sit us in the room and they go, Hey, y'all are getting like two more I was like, what? Alright, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: guess I'll uh, stay here for a while longer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll be here a little longer and then if I could be super supervised, that's three dollars. So let's see uh how that goes. Some more money for video games, so that's that's yeah. a good thing. And uh of that so uh we can uh playing some games Mark, you got into that Deadloop.
1: Yeah, I mean, I bought it a few weeks ago and it was on, weeks ago and it was on sale. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the sense of humor is still a little not great, but aside from that, it's really good.
0: Why do you we say want the sense of humor is not great?
1: Like, the character is like a little aggro. Ah. It's not quite as bad as Borderlands, but, it, you know, they're, it's extremely, they're not all like completely annoying, but some of them are a little, you know, out there.
0: I mean, that kind of goes with the territory. I mean, that's sort of like what that game kind of is.
1: Yeah, but I mean right? Arcane has had much prior restraint in their like, past game. You know, they've had more I wouldn't say bland, but like, more subdued characters, let's say.
0: Alright. and uh, So, like, you're liking the, the bombast of these characters. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, a few of them are okay, but like, some of them are just, you know, the one, the guy who's like a, trying to like stage a party, but he's like a crappy DJ. Okay, I get the joke, but it's not that funny.
0: How is the uh, shooting?
1: It, that's actually huh. the really good thing. Uh, see, I didn't like their past game. What was it? Yes, yeah, so we were not
0: a big fan of Dishonored, and
1: so I didn't play Dishonored too. No. So the the nice thing about what has shooting. That's pretty good. Uh, the melee is pretty decent, also. I mean, the melee actually feels a lot like Dishonored, but you have magic in this game, the same as in Dishonored. And the way it it sucked in Dishonored was like you had a bar, and if you like, into the bar, it only refilled up like one section, like the like quarter of the bar like that's only refilled and it sucks because you don't want you know you're using like your i think what it's called and dishonored but like you're you know you're teleported dishonored and it's like you use it three times and then it's gone or you know you can only use it, like one more time and they have to wait this game you, you can use the bar up and it refills like a few seconds it completely refills there's no like energy potions or mana potions to pick up at all it just automatically refills. So it's like, yeah, that's that's a better system. <laughs> the game actually really reminds me of Hades. Four environments, roguelike to an extent. Uh, you know, you're picking up new clues or new leads along the way to do different stuff on like the next run. So like you'll you might kill a guy in one run and you'll find in his like room, like, oh he has a a chat with someone so for the next, okay. you know, time loop, it unlocks like another it unlocks a different lead for you to follow. So you can m- might be able to kill both of them at the same time, or kill the other guy and then unlock something else along the way.
0: I, I mean, so like there is progression.
1: I mean, there are four areas, and there are also four time periods. So you can, you know, you might be able to go to like the dam on the morning, but go to like the the main town in the afternoon. That it'll be completely going to like. The main town will be different in each, you know, morning, noon, afternoon, afternoon, and evening. It'll all be set up pretty differently. Or, you know, the layout will be the same, but different enemy placement and even different buildings will be open or stuff like that. And then, yeah, there is a sense of progression because, like, you don't have, you don't really carry levels. It's not like a level-based game, but you carry gear with you. And after a while, you can start infusing the gear with this mineral or this energy this element that makes it so you carry it over for the next loop or you just kind of keep carrying it over and over that's like that's like the way of progression like you know you find a weapon you like and you can infuse it so it's like oh instead of starting off like completely naked for the next run it's like oh now i have this weapon i can i can always just have that as well
0: have you had somebody join your game or anything like that no
1: i i've been playing pretty much offline i have killed her a few times though uh which is fun because she's she's hard I'm cheesing the game pretty hard because I pre- I pretty much just like hack turrets and then it's kind of throwing them in front of me. or You know, keep throwing them ahead of me. So they mow <laughs> down every, any pretty much anything I I don't want to, or you know, they just do do what I want. Yeah. See, it'd be nice to play the game with like Jens because that that'd be kind of a cool cat and mouse for him. You know, for us. But right. I he would like lose himself to this game. So.
0: <laughs> so you're thinking would, he would he would like it then?
1: Uh, yeah, but I think it would like drive him crazy, because he, he'd want to like perfect it, or he'd want to do a ah, like, okay. perfect run. And it's like, the, I mean, you can do that, but it takes like 50 or 100 loops to do that, so... Right, a lot, yeah. I haven't beat it. Yeah, I think, I, I actually find the game, it's not like super stressful, but it's just a little anxiety inducing. I mean, you don't really...
0: I bet, especially with her like popping up at any moment to
1: yeah, take you out, like, you know? Yeah, one time I was like very deep in a mission, like I was pretty much like, in like the last boss chamber, or like the last room before the boss and it's like oh crap she invaded so now i have to like set up traps for her wait for her to come to me so that i can kill her real quick and then i can get to the boss oh okay but yeah i have two powers now i have the uh you have three lives per per loop also okay. so if you die you can kind of quickly rewind back and like you know try to get out of it or something uh the main powers i'm using are the teleport which is very fun and also i have this ability that I basically throw out, like, an energy sphere, and it links people together, like, links enemies' health together. If I th- hit two people with it, and I kill one of them, the other one dies. And it it can work against multiple people. Like, it's not just two. Like, I've gotten up to, like, five or six. So, yeah, you fire that off, and, like, you know, everyone just drops around. It's it like, cool.
0: I mean, I'm glad you're you're liking it at least, and that, you know, you're uh, finding some, some positive things about it, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it would help to follow, I, I'm following a god kind of, but, like, the game is very complex about, like, the end goal is you're supposed to kill all these, you're supposed to kill eight people in all, in, like, one loop, and that, it's, like, very clockwork-like, or, you know, I have to, like, set up a bunch of stuff beforehand, so, or you have to, like, keep, set up, like, one thing, which sets up another thing, which, sets, you know, sets up, oh, now these two people are in this one area, not just one, you know, but yeah, I really like it, I'll keep hammering away at it. Little by little, yeah,
0: as long as you can uh, get it down, that's what uh, matters in all this, you know. So, anything else that you have been?
1: Ah, uh, and I played more Diablo too. Finally, because uh, he's been busy. We vanquished Diablo, but we had the expansion pack to now go through. We got well. We got really stuck. Like the last time we played, like we got over completely overwhelmed, and it's like well, once you die in that game, you need to respawn. You have to go get your body, and it's like that. Okay, but if I can't get to my body. Or if I keep dying on the way to my body, this presents a problem,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Like at one point, I had like you know twelve corpses in like this one area, and it's like this is not God twelve. Yeah, he had like ten yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean, we eventually I guess it did, was
0: a harder part of the game than
1: I mean, kind of, but I mean, we just got like swarmed by like sixty or seventy enemies, and it's like we're not equipped to deal with that at the mo, you know, at the moment. Or right, you can do like ten or twelve, but not sixty. Oof. Uh, I mean, we, we eventually did it, but it's peeling off, you know, five at a time and it took like 20 minutes, but. Right. And yeah, I'm playing that, I'm finishing up that Death Lilies game.
0: Or uh, Ender Lilies.
1: Yeah, Ender Lilies, sorry. Uh, yeah, still don't like it. I, I like parts of it, but the actual, I don't like the gameplay itself.
0: I mean, yeah, I remember you saying that you didn't, uh, you weren't a big fan like of it the, originally. So.
1: The biggest problem is just like, combat is boring and like your enemies don't react to your your attacks. So you'll hit someone and it'll just kind of like not even like shrug it off. And it's like, well, this is not fun or this is not good, like cuz you are like you're pretty fragile in the game I and mean, that doesn't happen to you. <laughs> but yep. What about you?
0: Well, uh I've played a little bit of Forza Horizon 5.
1: Yeah, like, I want to play that since,
0: <laughs> since that uh came out on Game Pass and everything. Uh, obviously out on uh PC as well, so Yeah. Um, I played it in the fidelity mode. It looks great. Uh I've, I've played like the intro part where they take you through three different areas of Mexico, yeah. uh, like the jungle area, the city area, and then a kind of more like mountainous area. And I went through a few of the like tracks. I got second in one of them and, you know, got to do the character creator. I don't know why, just because I'm, you know, uh, lighter skin, they automatically made me an English guy. So I, I guess have to go look at the other voice if maybe I'm, I'm not, or if it changes at all, or I don't know. It's just funny having a, a Mexican, you know, Mexican guy talking and then all of a sudden it switches over to my character. And I'm like, wait, I'm not British. I didn't mean yeah. for that to happen. I'll have to see if I can even fix mm-hmm. that. But I mean, it's, it's fun. It's, I haven't played uh, very much, you know, Forza at all. So. Yeah. I I've been uh, enjoying it here and there. Take a little bit like, used to 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 dr- get to driving and everything again.
1: I I like watched the giant bomb quick look, and it was like the only thing different, which I don't know if you've even gotten to yet. Was like there was a mission where you're in like a a small area, and you have to like scavenger hunt for some shit.
0: I uh, no, I haven't gotten to that yet, but I'm
1: okay. I'm, that was like the one one different looking thing, but other than that, it's like yep, this is Forza Four, pretty or you know Horizon Four.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's a, it's a great game. And I mean, from what I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it. So I will play more of it and hopefully we'll, we'll keep liking what I play. Have you raced the train yet? (laughs) I have not raced the train yet, but it's just, it's been fun just to like play a racing game and also not feel like, oh my God, I've got to be. So, I mean, that's there for you if you want it. Like, you know, they give you that option of, Really fine tuning the car to get the best out of it. I'm like, I don't want to touch that at all. I have nothing. Yeah, to do you, with... you really
1: don't have to because it's, yeah. it's like, oh, if you need a new car, if you need to, like, if you want to tune a car for a specific race, just buy a new car or, you know, get something else.
0: Right. I mean, like, you immediately after you, if you place high in the first
1: race or whatever, you will get
0: a new car, like, immediately. So, yeah. I mean, it's, there's ways for you to, uh, get cars and also they have those car packs there uh as well i thought it was really i mean i know people made fun of the whole well the game's out but this supposed to be day one game pass but the game's out way before then too i do think that it's nice that in the world we live where ea wants to charge like a hundred dollars for you to be able to play you know early or or whatever or you know some other companies will do the same. If you have Game Pass, you actually get a big discount to be able to play early, and that's that's a good positive to see. which More companies uh, would be able to do that instead of charging you a buttload um, yeah. to to get uh, play a game like three or four days early. But that's they got to add new incentives, and uh, I guess that's a way to get you to do that as well. Uh, I've been playing more uh, Marvel's Guardians. I'm. Three fourths of the way there. I'm on chapter 13 of 17, so I'm getting there. I had to do some, and I was off school today, so I had uh, more. I had to. I spent some more time with her the night before, where uh, I probably would have been able to to finish it. But so far, man, that game is is great, and I've talked about it a few shows now. And for some reason, you're sitting on the fence about that game. Uh, you definitely need to go uh check that because it's it's uh i think it has any it's way better than it has any right to be and I think a lot of people are gonna be surprised uh once yeah. they get to play it, if they haven't to enjoy that really um I, and then uh the other couple of games that I've been playing are two uh indie titles uh one is out for everything and another one is only out on p c and switch both of them. Kind of share some, a little bit of one genre, which is sort of interesting in a way. And then, but then, uh, I'll start with Tunche first, which is the game made by the Peruvian, uh, team. And it has a lot of, uh, you know, the Peruvian, uh, historical, like I guess more indigenous, uh, characters. Yeah. And also the, uh, the character from The Hat in Time, but they call her the Hat Kid. They don't actually call her by if she has a name in the series i don't know if she does or not i have only seen those games in trailers and everything i have not actually like played uh hat in time to be able to tell you if um you know that, <laughs> that's her name or not but i i really like the uh the art style and it's it's a roguelike basically uh with beat up elements so you have like the scoring stuff that's in beat 'em ups right and the style is sort of a beat up it's uh you do have skills that you can upgrade and stuff like that but it has like the co-op play of a beat-em-up and that kind of thing the it has bosses which are i've i fought the first boss and i thought it was fine so you got to like the part that's like obviously the like the mid mid section and then all of a sudden it like ramps up and i'm like oh crap well it's not expecting that i died but uh you do go on runs so like as long as your character keeps living you know the typical roguelike stuff. You'll keep earning things, and there's different, uh, like Hades. There's different doors you can go into, um, yeah. and decide on what like perk you're gonna get for getting that. And then there's like a store you can get and buy healing items or buy this or whatever. Uh, there's shards you can turn into these like stones that you can then upgrade that gives you more perks. So like uh, the thing that I've liked about it is that. It's like sort of eases you in. And then, you know, as you progress, uh, it gets more difficult. And I mean, I just like the, the whole, again, like the art style of it. The, the there's four, no, there's five different characters if you include the, the hat girl and each one of them had their strengths. Like obviously one of those built on speed and one of those more built on strength. So, um, I think it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good game, uh, so far. The other game is uh, indie title that I really liked when we were going through those like indie things at E3 called The Legend of TND. Ding. Uh, it's based off of a uh, like Taiwan folklore and then actually made by a Taiwanese uh, team. There's a lot of those uh, influences there. Uh, they don't. There's not like a you know English script or anything for it, but they do have a little bit of a story uh, based on him. He's kind of like a Robin Hood. Uh, type character and he it's this is a basically straight beat em up. It's uh you're Dion Ding and you have your moves that eventually you'll find in these little books that you as you explore the area and then you know you just go and go through and beat up everybody that's in your way. This one does have a little bit more of an exploring element to it. It's not necessarily um this like just straight, okay, go across and go forward. And that's all you do. Uh, there are like switches you have to find and that kind of thing. Uh, it's so it isn't just straight. Okay, well I'm gonna go to the next screen and be at the next thing and go to that and and whatever. So uh, I did appreciate that in a way. You know, there's looks that
1: like, looks kind of like a you know like a slightly more anime version of like Guacamelee or something.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I love the like just the different moves you can learn and yeah, the art style is good for this as well. Um, they do have like a comic book kind of style way of telling the story. Uh, so there's, uh, that too. And yeah, man. I mean, I definitely think this is, uh, this is the one that's only on Steam and Switch. So yeah. if you, you know, don't have a Switch, you can always go play on your PC, but I think it's, uh, worth checking out too. I've really enjoyed, uh, what I've played of it so far. So I'm not far in either one, either game, uh, that much, but. I'll keep rolling through it. Hopefully by, well, for sure by next week, I want to have all this stuff done because then, uh, Pokemon, uh, shiny, the, the diamond and pearl remakes come out and my, uh, time will go to that until, uh, Halo comes out. So there's that for what I have been, uh, playing here. So there wasn't, I mean, if we wanted to, t- I could have tied in a bunch of stuff from the week of four. Uh, but i'm not going to do that um, and we do have a topic for this show of since technically today as we're releasing this now both systems the xbox series systems and the playstation 5 have both had their birthdays so they've both been out for an entire year we'll kind of go through and talk about you know what we've liked about the system and you know if you feel like it's worth it now that you've been almost a year there and of course we will have a show on Monday. It's not going to be, it's probably going to be a lot shorter, but there is at least that Xbox celebration we could talk about. Uh, yeah. and then, uh, man, did I, I keep seeing that, uh, Xbox 20th anniversary controller and I'm just like, man, I want that so bad. <laughs> but, uh, and then it's cool that once you like connect it, it actually has its own dynamic theme that it puts into your Xbox, which is kind of cool uh, yeah. as well. So that's, that's a neat thing that they, included there so let's talk about this uh this whole thing with what's been going on kind of this week the sort of keeping on the xbox theme xbox did have a few of their games leaked that are coming from uh studios that that we know one of them Marcus, a fan of one of them mark is not a fan of considering the game he had from uh this company so uh one of them is the obsidian game not about which that was leaked as well uh, this is another game uh that obsidian is working on I Remember, they have i think like three teams now they have the teams working on the vow they have the team that's working on uh outer worlds 2 and then also the team that's working on this game now uh which this one was kind of this one was outed by jeff grubb here so this is like the smaller team it's supposed to come out in 2022 and it's a murder mystery rpg uh, and which are taking role of an investigator in the 16th century Europe. There's gonna be branching narrative, and it's not gonna be very combat oriented, so much more narrative focused there. It's being led by uh, the Fallout New Vegas and Post Returning Director, Josh Sawyer, and he's also kind of was involved with Outer Worlds. So just hearing all that, Mark.
1: He knows this stuff. Well, yeah, that'll be a pretty yeah. good, probably.
0: Yeah, I'm excited just hearing narrative focused. Uh, murder mystery RPG, love murder mystery, love RPG, love look going back in time to things like that and love narrative things. So I'm totally down with what all that is. Now, here's the other one, the one that Mark may be not necessarily, uh, so pumped about. Well, considering where, who it's from. Of course, this is compulsion games. I mean, we happy few, which, uh, if you were listening at the time when Mark was having a review we happy few, that's probably one of the games we gave. Game of the year. Yeah. We, that's actually, <laughs> that
1: actually one thing is like Deathloop does remind me of We Happy Few, but like done correctly. Or you okay. know mostly correctly. Like if you what know We Happy
0: Few could have been. Uh, so this is supposed to be a third-person action game set in a darker fantastical world that plays homage, uh, large and magical creatures. That's a lot there. Um, that could be a lot of different things. And it's supposed to be a coming-of-age tale with a gothic vibe with inspirations to America's Deep Shot. Are trying to go Far Cry 5 here now? Uh So, I don't is know, it, but...
1: Is it just going to be like a Deliverance third-person shooter? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess it could be that, too, with, like, weird overtones. Uh, gothic overtones, I guess, too. I, I don't know. I mean, this is, like, very generic, kind of giving you the gist of it sort of thing. We won't really know until we... um see this, but supposedly Obsidian's code word for their their game is called Pentiment, and the Compulsion Games one is called uh, Project Midnight. We'll see. I mean, I'd assume that they're not going to call it Project Midnight, (laughs) but you know. (laughs)
1: Xbox stuck around, so, you know, it was maybe...
0: I mean, I don't think they're going to do the triangle strategy thing. Of, oh, we'll just take the word project off of it and call it triangle
1: strategy. Remember Project Scorpio?
0: <laughs> yeah, they, but they did not go uh, with that name either. But, you know, so we know a little bit more about some Xbox Game studios games that are being worked on, uh, which is kind of cool. Good to see that that is happening. And this has been like a numer- number of leaks that Xbox has had on games that, that are being worked on. Uh, there's been a few others as well recently. Um, speaking of Xbox, Phil Spencer recently was in an interview talking about how he wanted more casual and more like social games being part of the Xbox portfolio. He's, they are actually looking for acquisition in the social and casual gaming space. I don't know if they're going to do the Activision thing of going and buying somebody like King or something like that. Or, and I don't know, I guess Zenega around, but that would probably cost them uh, quite a bit of money. It's weird thinking about Don Matrick went over there. Now, Zenega actually makes a lot of money. I don't, you know.
1: The company I could see them pying if they actually wanted to is buy like Jackbox.
0: Yeah, they could do that uh, if I mean, they wanted I, to do that. Maybe, sure. maybe
1: Jackbox wants to stay independent because I think they always have been. But I mean, they could. That's like the one company that does very good casual games or like social games.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, but when we're talking about social games, I only played this about once or twice. So I don't have this like huge affinity for it. And why do I have this like great experience with it? Either just being like, Oh yeah, I know so much about this or whatever. But from the little bit of time that I had did play this uh, one versus 100 was a fun game.
1: I played it. Um, yeah.
0: And would it would be really cool if in fact, you know, Phil Spencer was serious about, Oh, this is actually happening, you know? And, like there have been rumors in the past a few times of Phil Spencer mentioning talking about it like, oh, he would love to see it, you know, and maybe uh it, it would happen. I mean, what do you think?
1: It, I think it I think that game was uh, too ahead of its time back in the day. And then it was also like ad supported and no one cared about that stuff.
0: Well yeah, I mean that was in uh, the that. And they days also gave out like
1: crappy prizes. It's like, oh he won, you know, just like gar you know, garbage Xbox Live arcade games. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be cool if they brought it back. Like it'd be nice to see Sony get into that as well. I mean, why not? Have like um I mean, according
0: to Jeff Grubb, it is coming back for sure.
1: I mean yeah. he's saying
0: it's being made by the Alt Space VR team. I think they were just on some kind of conference call talking about how they were gonna do more with that kind of that thing yeah. and it wasn't just gonna be those um projects of how do we things that have to not have to do with gaming, so
1: I mean, the funny thing is also is like that game is very avatar supported or, you know. Yeah. This is back
0: when they were really wanting to use that avatar.
1: Yeah. I mean, they have it now, kind of, but no one cares. You know, it's not like how it was. So,
0: yeah. Even when they like first brought it back or or made it a big thing on the 360 where you could like edit your avatar and do all that. It's like it's kind of just hidden there on the Xbox. Either you don't. Yeah, kind of thing. They they had other games too that like that World of Keflings and other ones that were like, oh, yeah. other they kept games making used... all these games for that.
1: Yeah. I think there was some Tony Hawk game that actually used your avatar or, you know, yep. but it's like they did away with that for like the Xbox One and it, I think they try, tried to bring it back but no one cared.
0: <laughs> I think there definitely would be a lot of I mean, social games seem to do well, especially when you can like put this in a game, game pass and get yeah.
1: people to really
0: try this out. It'd be great for uh, Microsoft to be able to do if they can bring this back. Uh, a sad thing we do have to talk about, which there's quite a lot here uh, involving this, is delays, once again. Um, even though it feels like in the U.S. the pandemic is kind of slowly starting to uh, get uh, further and further away from being at the forefront that way it has been, especially with the uh the advent of the possible like COVID pill uh that is, you know, quickly coming our way.
1: Uh, the,
0: but we're still feeling the effects of this chip shortage and everything else, which even Sony has come out and said, expect that you're not gonna see a lot of PS5s around in the holiday season. Nintendo has said the same thing. Even though Phil Spencer wants to alleviate some of that, he's gonna have the same problem. And so Valve, and the folks making the play date also have run into the same issue. And so both of these systems have been delayed into 2022. The Steam Deck now won't have their first pre-orders come out as of February 2022. And the play date has now also been uh, delayed as well. I'm I'm waiting
1: for the inevitable analog update saying, like, oh, the Pocket got delayed. (laughs) That'll be the trifecta.
0: They did get... A bunch of orders. I mean, you know, they're saying the first 20,000 orders for the play date are going to come out in early 2022 instead of, I mean, they only really have like a month and a half left of 2021. Yeah. Uh, so, and then they said the other orders of 20,000 to 50,000 to be out in the latter half of 22. So I uh, just be ready for that. And of course the Steam Deck, we knew, we know what, uh, how that was supposed to roll out. The lucky people that got the first few. They're going to supposedly get it in February 2022. Let's see how that goes. Because that could get delayed again. So there's that. At least. I mean, I wasn't getting either one of these things. But uh, I know Randy was excited for the play date. Uh, and sure, it's a little bit disheartened on that. But at least the Steam Deck, you can still use your PC or laptop or other yeah. things that you play PC games on until that is able to come out. But it sucks that would that you do have to deal with delays. So... Gains were not left off of this, by the way. Uh, so also getting delayed. Free access is Marvel Midnight Suns, which is already coming out in 2022. It's not coming out later, even later in 2020, uh, due to all this stuff. The Final Fantasy 14 expansion and Walker is facing a two week delay. So now it comes out like the second week of December on December 8th. What a way to like screw with everybody's, uh, End of the year decisions as far as, uh, you know, game of the year and all that, because now that game's coming out.
1: I mean, that won't impact most sites. You know, no one's going to, that game will be big for the MMO crowd, but that's not most sites anymore. So.
0: Well, yeah, but I think most sites were wanting to, they were wanting to be able to include that. I mean, and, you could say
1: you could already say this to be the best MMO of the year because it's not like wow, fucking cratered. So it's like, what else? Well, yeah, there? but I mean, they wanted
0: to be able to see if that would be included in like best game of the year. No, a lot of sites wait for that. I don't know. That's that's pretty far. No,
1: and no. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't think MMO expansion should be should, like they're not new games; they're expansions.
0: Yeah, but you still count them for like that year. So you know, especially how very. For do we've become made that category now. Like
1: I mean they're not standalone, let's say that. Like
0: No, they're not. But I mean now people are starting to count like, you know, remakes and, and remasters even as long as they come out that year. So it's kind of like blurring the lines now of all that stuff. It doesn't really seem to matter as much as it used to be in like having this rigid definition. Okay, only this can be game of the year, not that. So I will definitely don't don't be surprised. You're definitely going to see people uh, put that into their game of the years or their their top whatever's you know uh, if they if they wait that long for sure. And then platinum games also delayed their Soul Crestics based off their old um, like you know those shooter uh, games from yesteryear with the planes uh, shooting out. So there's a, a few delays uh, there to, to have to to have to go through and sad again always that there are delays. But hey, maybe that'll make the games better ah uh, one thing we were not expecting because as you know we talked about lasting with assassin's creed they're making that assassin's Creed infinity thing well supposedly far cry was also heading that direction they were going to make a far cry type uh you know free-to-play thing well apparently that was going to cost money too but whatever the whole point was it's was supposed to be more of a you know online social games of a service whatever type direction for far cry well now the executive uh director of far cry has left ubisoft after working yeah. on far cry for 10 years dan hey what do you think here mark mm-hmm. you're the, you're the you're the person that just reviewed that, I mean, and played far cry 6
1: it's probably good because that's that franchise needs some new blood in it or like needs some new ideas so yeah far cry 6 or far cry 3 was like 10 years ago i think or you know around that at least so yeah he started off great but like every iteration just kind of got more and more watered down. I don't know if it's his fault directly, obviously, but he obviously signed some paperwork, you know, or some documents. Yeah, I
0: mean, that's the (laughs) thing is, like you said, right? Um, At least for you, Far Cry 6 is very underwhelming, and then Far Cry 5, you know, we know how you felt about that. It was was bad. (laughs) That's worse. So, So, like, since Far Cry 4, they've really been kind of missing the mark here, and it's very interesting that, you know, if you go and look at it, he was the most hands on with Far Cry 5. And then he, of course, he continues on with Far Cry 6 with uh, games. And then if you want to include New Dawn, three games that were not very well uh, liked by people. So even though, you know, some are going to point to saying, Oh, well, that's another executive that's gone from Ubisoft and everything. I think this one's not so bad. I think this one's actually, like you said, Mark, might actually be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about? Not only is Assassin's Creed going in that direction, but now Far Cry going in the direction of like games of service, all that.
1: Well, as uh Square Enix has pointed out with uh with uh Crystal Dynamics, n- might not be a great fit.
0: <laughs> well, Crystal Dynamics is uh that that I think that's just a whole another bag of worms. that Square Enix likes to blame Crystal Dynamics for everything. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know how many times you talked about Tomb Raider and their affinity for blaming Tomb Raider when it did not do well. You know, so. Or well, they they think it didn't do well when it actually did. Uh, adventure is another thing, and then to say that that's only on Crystal Dynamics is kind of shitty. you're just like throwing them to the to the wolves there. Like d- none of that's on you. You're the one that decided to make it a games as service. You know, like shouldn't Square take some kind of blame for that
1: in a way? I mean, it's it's surprising that uh, when did it come out? What adventure? Right, I'm, I'm, I'm No. I was gonna say it's surprising that Square Enix didn't try to blame uh, Final Fantasy XIV's initial problems on Crystal na- Dynamics,
0: <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> oh, Realm Reborn was bad because of Crystal Dynamics as well. I mean, yeah, it had nothing to do with it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think Far Cry should be. I mean, I mean, they are obviously trying to make every game as a service, but like, right? That's not a good plan. Or, I mean, there, there's already pushback with games as it is. you know, people don't really like that. Don't like that model necessarily and straight up I don't need every game to like last forever.
0: What's so weird is that like I see this. I see what oh. you're I see what you're talking about and I'm totally with you there as far as I don't need my game to last forever. I'm totally fine with understanding that this game ended and whatever. But man, every time I see things on Twitter, all I see is people saying, I just want my game to keep getting content. I just want my game to keep getting
1: things and well, like look at uh I mean, Valhalla is a good example. Like, I mean, that's had an extended year of content, and it's like that's not necessarily bad. I actually like Valhalla quite a bit, but it's like, don't you want something new? I mean, at a certain well, it's, point, it's, kind it's of, getting
0: another what expansion again?
1: Yeah, at a certain point, yeah. kind of like, yeah, don't you want like a new environment or new characters or story? Like, you can only do so much with that basic framework. And right. I think like their games as a service, like you know, For Honor, The Division, kind of, or like Rainbow Six, like that works because it's mainly competitive multiplayer experience far cry is not that and assassin's creed is not that so i don't know what the fuck you do with like an oh this is a service game but it's mainly initially a single player experience
0: i mean in the one time they did try to make assassin's creed a co-op experience it wasn't very good
1: yeah i mean it, it, yeah. they had that multiplayer system before uh like brotherhood and i think a few of those had it it wasn't like terrible it actually kind of interesting but it's like this doesn't like it didn't catch on and it doesn't need to go forever, or, you know.
0: Yeah, it's just, I feel like that's as much as we want to say that I doesn't work, or there are enough games out there that have gotten it right where you could say, I don't know if this is going to totally go away. I, I mean, We're going to see, we, we've we seen these big blockbusters, and, yeah. they, and they keep coming out, but I just, I keep seeing this, and so more and more we get these free-to-play games, and uh games that come out and and people just want to keep being in that world or whatever we're going to keep getting these games of service things and like you just, yeah you just saw us just trying to catch that
1: wave right well I can imagine if like brotherhood was a Assassin's uh, Creed brotherhood has like, a games of service like, okay we wouldn't get the next 10 assassins creed games <laughs> no i It'd agree just, with you yeah i just feel like the continuing stories of uh SEO forever
0: i mean well what they're trying to if, I, if if i remember right at least with the assassins creed was well, we're not going to just base it all in one place. We're gonna no, it's going to have be like different stories.
1: Yeah, multiple characters yeah. and multiple settings and timelines, or you know, time zones and stuff like that. But it's like, why wouldn't you just make a new game then? You know, like
0: I guess because they want to be able to keep things fresh constantly. So, like you know, I don't know if they're going to go back and and let you play Azekio, or if it's all going to be new stuff or whatever. But I think it's gonna. It's like okay, so we can have four different Assassin's Creed stories going on at the same time, and then each like part of the year, one of them comes out, and you can yeah. keep churning that out, and it just constantly makes new content, but, and it keeps things fresh for the, the developers too. I guess.
1: I mean, I think the the other problem is like they don't finish. I mean, it's they don't finish a story. Like those games already have like the pacing of those games is already like glacial. So if we right. did that, it would be four times as worse, and it's like, dear God. Yeah,
0: I mean, that is uh, that is a one way to look at it, but, I mean, they have so much of this DLC right now that comes out for Valhalla, like, it yeah. really just would be a more of an extension of that, it's like, you're just getting these DLC things, just in smaller trunks, or, but,
1: or whatever, you know? Straight up, I don't care about the, I mean, I don't care about, like, the past stories of, of Assassin's Creed, necessarily there is a supposed to be a like present day narrative that they just don't it, like talk about much at all anymore right so that's like that's the issue it's like i'm more it's like that guy already like in the world of Assassin's Creed, that guy's already dead been dead for 800 yeah. years like
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh that's true they just like that's there and they acknowledge it whenever the heck they feel like it and it's kind of
1: Well, I I saw, like, the post about Far Cry, Cry, like, the DLC. It's, like, the play as Voss thing. It's, like, oh, you play as Voss in some, like, roguelite campaign. That sounds awful. Like, no thank you.
0: I guess if you really wanted to play as Voss that badly.
1: Yeah, well, it's, like, ruining the character. Because that character was, like, one of the better ones. It's, like, oh, now you get to play as him. You get get to experience his horrible childhood.
0: Yeah. Uh, So... I mean, moving, uh, beyond that. I mean, it's, this might actually turn into a good thing for Ubisoft, but I don't think this is going to make them change their direction, uh, much. This probably would just give them better ideas. And, you know, now the brand new team is going to be led by Sandra Warren in Montreal, which that's good. You have a female lead, uh, especially with everything going on with this company right now. They have workers once oh. again trying to make demands and, and go against Ubisoft. So. And, you know, uh...
1: I mean, hell, Blizzard just lost their female lead, or their co-female lead.
0: <laughs> well, I think she just decided to leave after all the turmoil, so, like, what, and then Mikey Varo is
1: leading over the her. team by himself. Yeah.
0: Uh, but, hey, uh, at least Nintendo's doing uh, something, something cool here. So, you know, there's been rumors going around that, you know, now that Mario's gotten this big push and they're getting the movie and everything... Uh, that the next character in Nintendo's, you know, repertoire of characters that they're going to really focus on is Donkey Kong. And there's been rumors, oh, they'd have a new game and there's, every you know, all this that they, you know, merchandise and everything else. But oh, now it's not just that. The next movie may be Donkey Kong related, especially that Seth Rogen is going to be involved in the Super Mario movie. So naturally spin that off and make a Donkey Kong movie and then you could have some of the Mario characters uh show up in the Donkey Kong movie as well. Uh, and they're also gonna make a Donkey Kong section of the theme park, you know, that's uh Super Nintendo World. Uh, and then that would be set to open in twenty twenty four. Guy kept talking about things like three years away at this point. But yeah. I mean, Mark, I mean what do we what would you even do with the Donkey Kong movie?
1: I mean just have Kate Krull be the bad guy and then, you know, he kidnaps some candy Kong or some female donkey Kong or a cat Dixie I mean, or, or or just have it be like, Oh, Kate Kroll steals all the, all the bananas. So they have to go, you know, find them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just that simple. It's fine. Just steal all the bananas in the world and you go and get
1: that. Uh, did, you, did you see that? I'm trying to find, find it, but do you see that like Nintendo said they're going to finally fix the online system? Well,
0: they said they were going to keep making improvements to both the regular Switch Online and the expansion. Yeah,
1: and Switch it's like, yeah. why the fuck have you been doing this for the past four years? You know, people have been pitching about this. Yeah,
0: because somebody actually, I guess, brought it to their attention finally when they introduced the Switch Online expansion of just like, I guess we, we really do need to uh, fix this because it's the games are not performing well. And there's still the rumors going around that they're going to add Game Boy games. Uh, yeah. as well so th- i think that was kind of a hint towards that that you uh, know, yeah. we're going to try to approve this and we're also going to add more consoles games that kind of
1: ba- back to the movie thing i mean donkey kong is kind of important historically but right i don't really care about him now as a character or you know i mean obviously the three big ones would be you know metroid link or you know zelda and then i don't know kirby
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i think i'm I'm totally down with uh, you. Want to make a Donkey Kong section of the theme park? Yeah, because yeah, the theme park is there to honor that history of Nintendo and everything else. You're Going to make another Donkey Kong, con- another Donkey Kong game. Go ahead. He has his own. He has a fan base of people that would like those games. I like the Donkey Kong games. Whatever. I don't know about a movie though, but you know, you know I-, be- I guess if you want to make something simple, for sure.
1: You know, it'd be a really cool. I wouldn't be a movie, but like a cool cartoon show. If they ever like got back into that type of stuff, would be Pikmin.
0: Yeah. I could see that.
1: Maybe they have, like Captain Olimar, like you know H. pickman could be like you know one you know distinct character and just have him like trying to build a ship or you know do the do the usual stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean they they definitely have characters and you know people you know other yeah like games there that can be made into movies. Uh, I think they even were talking about Rocky Kong as like a anime or some cartoon or something like that like all right, I mean, y'all want to keep doing this. I think it gets to a point where not everything can be Mario, perhaps. But there was also that Mario Super Show that somehow made it work. So maybe they can make it work with Donkey Kong, and maybe that actually might be the better thing. Is maybe that works as a cartoon more necessarily a movie? But
1: like I said, like I've always said, bring back Captain
0: N. <laughs> maybe we'll get to that. Maybe they'll they'll go through the gamut of characters and just be like, Ah, Captain N. That's what this. Bring him in for a cameo and then he, people like it enough that he gets his own yeah. uh, thing. But yeah, speaking of characters that are trying to make a comeback, or well, it feels like he makes a comeback and then it just goes nowhere. Sonic and uh, these, the, I guess the supposed big 2022 game, the, the game that got a lot of the publicity, uh, Sonic Frontier now has a little bit more information. Coming out about it, I, it's gonna be the next main line into the, uh, you know, with this. And the thing with, with this is, I just look at it and go, how on earth are we gonna make Sonic like Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild? I mean, do you think this could really work, Mark? It
1: could, technically it could. I just don't have any faith in Sega to pull it off. Like, if, I think if Nintendo's gonna make it, they could, but not Sega. And it's uh, like, it's kind of baffling because there actually is a pretty good online, not online, a pretty good uh, open world like Sonic game for PC that like fans yeah. made, or it's just like a fan project. And right. you, you play it, and it's like, wow, this actually really works. It's like a really big environment that you, get, you can just kind of like run around in, and it has like, enemies and rings and crap to pick up. And it's like, wow, this could, if they wanted to, this this could be like a real good game. And then you look at like what Sega makes, and I like, no, they couldn't, they couldn't make this. <laughs>
0: I mean, I think it is definitely possible, you know, if they really just looked at it and they need to figure out why they can't make these 3D Sonic games really work and I mean, try to...
1: Yeah, sorry. For me, for me, the, the two biggest problems with 3D... I mean, I honestly think there hasn't been a good 3D Sonic game ever. Like, people got snowed in by Sonic Adventure back in the day, but that was a con job. Like, the biggest problem with Sonic is, like, the camera can't keep up with the speed, and then, like they make the levels so linear that, like, the second you go off and you die. Yeah. Like, every every level, or practically every level is, like, suspended in midair or, like, in the middle of, like, an ocean. Or, like, you know, so it's like the second you go off, you drown or just fall to your death. And it's, like, if you look at, like, Mario games, like, there are a few, like, Mario 64 levels like that, but most of them are, like, you're on the ground and, you know, they're pretty easy. (laughs) Or, you know, you can just do what you want. Right. Sonic has never been like that, at least not the 3D Sonic games. So that's the issue.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Sonic Adventure was just like this revelation for its time of coming out on Dreamcast. Well, like, it was like a that. graphical
1: showcase. Like, you know, the, the whole yeah, exactly. Thing. But I like, that's like the first level. And I said, okay, uh, what else you got? And then it's like, oh, play as fucking Big the Cat in this horrible fishing minigame. It's like, great, thanks. <laughs> or like racing. Like every character, there were six characters in that game, and only like two of them worked well. And it was yeah. Sonic and like E one hundred and two Gamma, and like, all these other ones suck. So why are you like forcing me to do this crap with Knuckles and or like Ray Sonic playing his tails like wait Ray Sonic to the end of the stage? It's like how is this fun or like imp- worthwhile at all? You know,
0: uh, they want you to to get in, embracing that. I mean, like why not? I I think that they could do this. It's just. Like you said, it's so hard to have faith in them when so
1: many times they have just absolutely failed. Yeah, it's like failed. <laughs> Fool me nine times, shame on me. Fool me ten times, to- ten or more times, shame on you. You know.
0: I do feel like if this doesn't hit it, you may have to just accept it that you cancel the Sonic Mania too. Yeah,
1: or then you really got to pay those guys mm-hmm. to make Sonic Mania 2. <laughs> but
0: that might be what you what you have to go with, or I guess like. What colors is sort of a in between, right?
1: I yeah. yeah, it's like it's like two 3D or yeah, I mean it's partly like the 2.5D like, thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, you but, have to either go one of those routes of yeah, doing the full 3D. 3D things may not work uh, ever for Sonic as far as that. Uh, interesting that uh, Jump Force. I don't. Know, I don't even know um, how it has how it lasted as long as it did. Uh, it's it's surprising to me that. The Gem Force is still even being talked about. <laughs> um, well, it's
1: not. I mean, <laughs> it's
0: not. I mean, but it's like the fact that it was still receiving so much content. Like Ben and Emco really tried to make that thing uh, work, made it try to be a thing, and it just—it it doesn't I mean, matter.
1: It, it didn't <laughs> catch up. It, it didn't catch on with esports at all. I know that. Or like you know, Evo. They don't. They didn't care. The game yeah. itself was not good, and it had like a insane story mode. And then it's I, like, mean, I mean,
0: that was the problem. It wasn't good. Yeah. So it didn't matter if they tried all these things or whatever. Well, it's
1: like, oh, we keep. It's like oh, we added. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Mike Guy from My Hero Academia. It's like okay, did he fix the battle system at all? Well, no. But we added this guy. Yeah. So it's like well, it's slightly more important. You add, you fix the battle system before you start adding you know other characters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they even added like what I think like characters like light that don't, don't actually fight. This, they're there. And it's just okay. We're just we're just trying to throw everybody uh, out there that we possibly can. Yeah. And, and see if one of them catch, you know, see if we get people to buy this or buy the D
1: or whatever. And it's I mean, uh, on, on paper it sounds great. It's like oh, all the Shonen right. Jump. It's like Shonen Jump Smash Brothers. It's like okay, cool. But three, you know, three D, like a more of a brawl. Well, part. but. Yeah, like, but it's
0: more of a, like, fighting game. It's not necessarily a, a Smash Bros.
1: Well, it's not fun. Uh, it doesn't have, like, the crazy shit that, like, Smash Brothers has. I mean, yeah, it's, like, an arena <laughs> fighter, essentially. But, like, if do you think... I mean, it's, the game is shutting down, like, next year. And it's, like, do you think that the game was either good or popular it'd be shutting down? Like, oh, well, no. Right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, if it was actually good, and people actually wanted to play it, and it was even played at Evo, and... I mean, hell... What's, what the thing we always say is like Smash Bros. Melee, right? It, that yeah. thing still exists today. It still gets played at, at Evo and all these places. Nintendo has to constantly fight with people to be like, can we just forget about this game and just
1: yeah, uh, uh, just like, accept like, uh yeah, get, Smash Bros. Like please, and yeah.
0: and get over it and, and stop like wanting this to happen. We don't want to keep having that. You know, you guys, you know, keep showing this game around or whatever. And it's yeah. like, they've added, I think it's like almost 60 characters, this game. Yeah. And incredible that in that time they keep adding all these characters. There's 14 also character facts.
1: It's yeah. baffling that like most of the characters played the same as well. <laughs> it's like... Well,
0: I mean, kind of, how on earth <laughs> Do you think they would have released that many characters if they all didn't, at some form, play the same? Like, well, it's Smash a, Brothers it,
1: seems to be doing well.
0: <laughs> well. Well, no, I'm saying like, okay, Smash Brothers. These are like, all unique characters that, like, they get put in, and then they, of course it helps a lot. They have all these third party characters that get added as well. But like, this is a cookie cutter, a cookie cutter way for them to just put yeah. in characters, right? And the, when the mm-hmm. battle system itself was already so flawed and and yep. not, uh, not great as it is. And just one last, I I don't feel bad for it at all. You know, what, we both played it. And we both didn't like it. I wouldn't like it. I don't know anybody that really does. Yeah, I
1: don't, I, I like didn't see anyone, anyone crying or going, like, oh man, I saw like some on Twitter going like, oh, what about all the Jump Force? Like, pros out there and I'm like, what really? pros? Like
0: there are jump force <laughs> one,
1: pros okay. the one guy in a room somewhere, like alone. <laughs> like Yeah, no.
0: Going going too I remember, crazy about
1: this. I do remember also the game had like no no English voice acting.
0: <laughs> well no, I mean that's fine. Like that a lot of Ban and Namco games don't have English uh everything except Dragon Ball pretty much does not have English voice acting. Uh,
1: I think so, Naruto and like well, One Piece too. <laughs> or, like, no Yu-Gi-Oh. a lot of the
0: one a lot of the One Piece ones don't. And, I mean, I don't know what Yu-Gi-Oh! game you played lately, but most of the Yu-Gi-Oh! games don't even have voice acting, period now, because they're just, like, redoing the the same story over and over with a new uh yeah. thing. I mean, like, I think the My Hero might, because they're the... I don't know if the Demon Slayer one that just came out did, but most of them don't when they're based on the anime, because it's much easier, cheaper to produce without them having to do the oh, yeah. voice acting. I mean, I if I were never right, yeah, like if it wasn't for people complaining in the the for the the Goku one, they wouldn't have had it for him either. Yeah, there was a lot of people that complained that they wouldn't have English voice think <laughs> and they had to add him in. Uh, yeah, that's one last thing. Just wanted to add. I think it's cool that um, as somebody that really likes uh, developer digital's games, um, I've talked a lot about uh, enjoying uh, Death Store this year. Uh, Sony has inverted, uh, invested a f- 5% stake in the company. They're now going to be on like the London, like stock exchange as well. So helps them be able to afford more and, and be able to do more with other games that they perhaps may have not been able to in the past. And they were also able to bring in some of the developers into the actual fold of Valver Digital. So that's good on uh, that front. So let's, let's go with yep. this,
1: uh, that'll well, be a more funny. It'll be all the more funny when Microsoft buys Developer Digital.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that would be interesting if they did, just to like have their label there. But um, let's discuss uh, this, Mark. We have one year of the Xbox Series systems, one year of the PlayStation Five. Now you only have a PlayStation Five, so it's uh, difficult to have that like compare and contrast like I can of having both the systems. I mean, how do you feel about your PS Five, the game? Well, I mean, yeah, I don't,
1: about a year. I don't really have, I don't have an Xbox and I'm trying to like, look up a list of like exclusive games and that was, well, uh, they don't have
0: any other than, sad. Forza. yeah, I mean,
1: so I would say between the two, at least for the first year, obviously Sony is the bigger winner or, you know, the bigger system. Well, yeah. Definitely. Well, I, I say that for two, well, there's two exceptions. One is like Forza Horizon <laughs> 5, that's not going to be like a system seller necessarily, but that will be that's, that is their good game for this year. Right. Uh halo got delayed right
0: no halo is still coming out at the end december 8th okay
1: well we'll see if that actually happens but i mean like horizon good game you know i'll I'll not knock that game especially since like sony doesn't have a counter to that and but i don't think like i think even up to next year it'll still be sony's ball sony's game or sony will be leading the pack but i think the third year then it'll be a much better fight or a much bigger fight
0: the thing for me is uh I look at it in the perspective of there's not a lot if you wanna if you wanna compare and contrast it really just comes down to what you like, right? And yeah. I think the one thing that Microsoft has is Game Pass that really helps them here in that if you're someone that doesn't have a lot of money, you want to be able to kind of keep up with games, right? Or or be able to play some of the latest things that come out barring the stuff that's only on PlayStation. And you don't want to sit there and pay $60, $70 for every single... A lot of people don't have that. Yes, gaming is expensive, but we just got to think about that. And then also think about you could... You have the option of buying a Series S, which is $200 cheaper if you don't have the, the latest and greatest. I'm talking about T, So, like, yeah. Microsoft did a great job in providing you a very nice entry point. And they continuing to iterate on game pass providing you different ways to play whether it's on your tablet your phone your computer uh eventually you know next year i'm pretty sure we're gonna see the movie tvs and the dongle thing um and all of that i mean now the cloud service itself may not always be the best depending on the internet And if you go outside that's that's a whole different issue itself i think for what game pass delivers that has really been the calling cover microsoft and it wasn't until Forza that you've really gotten to see the games, honestly, because if you look at some of the games that, like, the medium is kind of, and that really wasn't a Microsoft Studios game, it was a, uh, like, double A studio making that game, and it just happened to be an Xbox exclusive for a little bit, it's now on PlayStation. Uh Whatever, you know, Psychonauts 2, technically it's a Microsoft Studio, but it also came out on PlayStation, so... Yeah. You know, same thing with, uh, you know, Deathloop is technically exclusive right now to PlayStation. It will eventually come to Xbox, it's made by a now-Microsoft-owned studio. There's that, but I think the thing, if you're looking at everything else that you examine with, if you look at the list of games that came out only to PlayStation this year, maybe not even just made by a Sony studio.
1: Yeah, like, you oh. know, Ratchet & Clank, Returnal, uh... Uh, it's Kina,
0: Bridge a... sure Spirits,
1: yeah. Uh, it's a port, but that Ghost of Tsushima thing,
0: yeah. The go, the uh, uh-huh, the ghost of the director's cut, yeah. Director's cut of Death Stranding,
1: Lost Judgment, Lost Judgment. I mean, that's was on PS4 also, but I mean, not, not right, Xbox.
0: right. Like, it's <laughs> still, uh, yeah, it's not on Xbox,
1: uh, Guilty Gear Strive, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Integrate, yeah. I mean, between the two, obviously, except for Forza, uh, that's the one outlier, but. Sony blew Microsoft out of the water. That said, though, like yeah. I said, next year will probably follow most of this, mostly the same pattern because, you know, next year they got a war Two and Tokyo or Tokyo Ghostwire and all that other crap.
0: Yeah, that's what Tokyo fo-
1: got a, Yeah. But following that, then, then it becomes. I mean, much next more-
0: year I think we are going to start seeing Xbox have some of those games.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know,
0: Navy Avowed, maybe. Um, th- there's a. a there's uh, the thing is like you said, there's a lot of these games that are a ways off. We have no idea when they're gonna come out. Like Elden Blade Two, uh, Outer Worlds Two, uh, oh, 5, or not? Yeah. So like, there's a lot of these that we, Fable, we have no idea. Like, yeah. There's it's it's a really big unknown mm-hmm. right now for Xbox. Like we know these games are coming and they look good, and so far they've. Like, you know, they had Forza come out. Everything we're seeing, they know they've released a uh, gameplay of the of the campaign now for Halo. Like, that looks good as well. Like, everything we're seeing from those two games uh, and have played, you know, looks great. I mean, I, the multiplayer for Halo was very fun from what I've been able to, you know, play in the betas and everything else. So, like we know that they delivered on that. And if you want to extend it to, like, last year a little bit, to December, like, the High Busters DLC for Gears was really good, too. But it's very few and far between. Like they've really had to, to everything has to be about these third party, uh, and things on both systems and some like indie exclusives, like until, you know, a little in a couple of weeks, you know, in a week and a half, Death Store is going to show up on PS, uh, on PlayStation. It was exclusive to Xbox and PC. And that was a, a great game from this year. And they've had some, uh, a lot of those like indie indies have really been driving everything this year, period. But, uh, Xbox has made some exclusive deals, uh, that way, uh, for yeah. Game Pass and, and other things. Honestly, as far as, you know, being worth it to you, uh, I mean, you're the one that's, uh, played those PS5 exclusives. I really haven't. The last time I touched my PS5 was, uh, Scarlet Nexus. Uh, so everything else I played is, it's not, and that's not exclusive and now it's on Game Pass. So it makes it even easier for you to play it, uh, on Xbox. But like, uh, my point is, I haven't really played much of my PS5 because I've been more in the realm of well, stuff comes on a game pass or I use my Xbox a lot more. So the games that I end up reviewing are on Xbox already. Yeah. yeah, And then I've also, you know, had to review games on my Switch that that's not in this uh, conversation here because that's, this has been out for, you know, many years now, but you that have played uh, several of these, right. Do you feel like if we're going to go on that alone,
1: do you? Yeah, I think they've mostly held up their end of the bargain. Not not every game is perfect, but I mean, yeah, I'd say, like, Returnal is a good system seller. If you like that type of, like, third-person shooter action, you know, Ratchet & Clank's a great... I didn't like the story, but it's still a good game. You know, Deathloop is fun. If you like that kind of, like, puzzle, first-person shooter stuff, or, you know, combat.
0: Yeah, Kena is really good. And that's, one that. I mean, you, that's one I haven't played. Yeah. I mean, that's one you
1: liked, but, I, yeah, I just didn't play it. Or even, like, their old games, like Spider-Man or Dark Souls. You know, they're still good, too. Um
0: yeah, you can go play that Spider Man Miles Morales and yeah. uh, really enjoy that as well. We you know that's from last year, but oh yeah, up. I would I
1: mean it's just in the I last would, year. <laughs> I would
0: say I still would say that if you didn't get if the, if you didn't get a PS five or a Series X I don't know that you're really missing out until uh i played Forza I don't know what the cloud version do it justice. You just played that on Maybe on, maybe if you have a PC, you'll be fine. But like, if you're still on an Xbox One, maybe if you're on a One X, you'll be alright. But if you're still on an Xbox One because you haven't been able to get an Xbox Series X, I think this is that first time where you're really looking at things and going, ah man, I really want that. Like, I want that and I want the way it looks and I want to play it that way. Uh, you know, PlayStation has a few of those, like, but I don't think that Returnals for Everybody
1: um, I mean, not, not one of the, not, there's no one good game for everyone. I
0: mean, I mean, Ratchet is sort of there in that, like, it could appeal to mostly anyone. But then you yeah. also have the thing of, like, are, are people going to say, okay, I wanted to buy the whole system for Ratchet, a 10 hour game, and they go, oh man, I, that's it. Can't really yeah. go back and play this anymore. Uh, you know, what do I pick up next? I mean, there is other things to pick up, you know, Demon Souls. And, you know, the, the aforementioned uh, Return of the Thing. I think the thing that would have been huge for Sony that I, w- I think really would have put them over the top is had Horizon been able to come out. this, yeah. And it didn't, you know, so a large part, there was a large gap, and having to rely on on remakes I, I, or remasters or whatever.
1: I, I would say to that is, I mean, Horizon will be a, a big game, but like compared to Xbox, I mean, oh, they got is Forza right now and you know, Halo, hopefully, but
0: yeah, I mean, you got those two games and they picked them to come out in the last two months of the year, and it's it makes it difficult at that point, uh, you know, to say, Oh, well, I think it just really comes down to what kind of a gamer you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would still go to the, the route of if you still haven't picked up these systems, I still think you're not really missing a ton here i don't think you need to be going nuts other than like oh fomo and i see all these people uh with the with the with the system and i really want to play and all that but i think you're still okay i think you're still okay when you get into the into the holiday season because you can still technically play for you can play halo on your system i think when you get into next year that's when you're going to really start to see these really big exclusive games that I mean Horizon's not gonna be you can still technically put on your PS4, but you're really gonna start seeing these games really take advantage of the system. And yeah. and, and it is gonna make a difference. But I, w- I would say that, you know, you are starting to get that where I think Microsoft is making the inroads. I think this year for sure it's this is Sony's year. When you're talking about sales, when you're talking about exclusive gains, but you're talking about um, you know, the the system. I just think if you're going to look at the whole package of what Xbox keeps proving, maybe not in, you know, cause obviously a subscription service, right? People are going to pick it up. They're going to, they're going to find a way around it. They're going to do whatever. I feel like the, you keep winning with game pass in that they keep adding more games. They keep adding things to it. Um, maybe the perks necessarily aren't the best, but like I've been doing the whole turning in, um, Turning into things from playing games on Game Pass. And I've gotten, I've gotten a whole month free of Game Pass again, uh, for just playing games on it. So yeah, like they do find a way to reward you that way. Uh, just, yeah, I, I just think it really depends on what kind of a gamer you are. And if you have kids, do you want them to just be able to out of the box play something? It's there for you. If you uh, really need these blockbuster games to, to be the thing that satiates your your want to play games, you know you got that over there with Sony uh, and the PlayStation 5. So are you going to be able to find these systems? I don't know. I, I still think that, I mean, I don't know that I I want I ever want to go back to playing games differently now that you've experienced the, like, it, it's crazy, Mark, Like right? Like, once you experience what it's like to play games with, like, hardly any load times, I'm not going back to that up right like uh, when i go turn on my switch to play something i go oh god i forgot that it, not all games load that fast you know have you experienced that of like maybe going between your pc and and ps5 or or if you have had to go back and
1: i mean it depends on the ps5 game like spider-man lo- loaded up really quick or like ratchet plank yeah. was pretty good but like diablo 2 sucks like straight up <laughs> Because, like, every time we, me and Jens play, like, the last time I played like, three weeks ago. So when I booted it up, like, last two nights ago, I was like, oh, i got to download some 9-gigabyte patch. And it's like, why didn't you do this beforehand? Or, like, why, why, aren't, why aren't you keeping yourself up to date already, you know? Uh,
0: I mean, is it really made for those systems, though? Or isn't it made more for the older gen?
1: No. Believe me, they could do it. Like, it's not a matter of, like... PS5 exclusive. I mean, because it actually loads like when you're in the game itself, it loads fine. Oh, Okay, okay. But it's just like, yeah, like why, why aren't you doing, you know, keep, keeping this up to date on its own? But like, Death Loop is pretty good about like loading. Or uh, Far Cry Six had some load times, but but compared to like, I mean, I was I, I was the big Steam guy, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. But that is such an awful piece of software nowadays that like, you know, my SNES is better than the fucking than Steam. At the- <laughs> <laughs> like, I downloaded some, it downloaded a patch to... Oh, uh, God, it I,
0: takes forever to download.
1: Well, I downloaded a four, like a 350 megabyte patch for Everspace 2. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, good on you for downloading that. And I haven't played it in months, but, you know, sure. It downloaded it in, like, two minutes, because I have good internet. And then it spent another half hour to install the goddamn patch. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you were, like, almost maxing out <laughs> my computer, installing yeah. this patch. And it's like, holy Christ uh and like the friend system sucks on steam now and even just like i mean i i do have too many games on steam but like just navigating like the the, the user interface of the menus is awful so yeah. i mean i would i would take i mean i would take my ps3 over steam at this point
0: wow that's uh that's a big statement there
1: For somebody yeah.
0: that like you said has always been a big uh guy
1: it's but like, it's just it's just over bloated and like it's it's like it's almost like someone else bought Steam from Valve and it's making it shittier and shittier. Like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, like as far as systems go, I think should they be out in the wild, if you can get one, cool, go get it. Uh, it will definitely be an experience that you're not going to want to deviate from. You're going to want to play uh, games on those systems constantly and forget about your Xbox One or PS4. Or even uh, at times you're, you know, like Mark said, uh, steam with the pc depending on the game you're playing uh but i i still think that you don't need to go crazy and pay scalper price to these systems wait keep waiting we still don't have navy forces that first one if you're a racing even if you're a racing you're not a racing game fan then you're fine right you're still I mean, nothing that, that's the uh, thing so, is
1: he, he has friends who wanted to play you know the game with them but he doesn't like racing games at all so it yeah falls on deaf ears. <laughs>
0: Exactly, so it's like I still think you're good you're good until we get to sometime in 2022 when we get these these games uh that are gonna be like defining for that for this generation uh maybe when we get to God of War 2, which I know that technically still on PS4 uh, is when we're gonna hit the oh damn you really need to have the PS5 for this you know right um don't know when that's gonna come for Xbox I don't know that Halo is gonna be it either. Uh, Halo will just be another really good Halo and I will enjoy that. I love Halo. Um, but we'll see what happens, uh, when it comes to Microsoft that I'm happy for them to like really be making games and, and taking chances on games and doing something things. Uh, I just think that we all win as gamers. Um, but I, if, if we gotta, if we gotta give a winner, yeah, the PS5 wins, but I feel like Microsoft's not too far behind now. and, and that's good. That's good for the industry as a whole. That's only not just out there just demolishing on all fronts. Yeah. But all right. I think that that's uh that's it for at least this part of the show. Again, we'll be back on Monday uh talking about that Xbox celebration and whatever else is going on. Uh please uh, if you like the show, hit subscribe. Whether you're listening on podcast form, we are available on all the different podcast places or you can you know watch us on YouTube. We do this on video. Um, you know, I'll, I'll try to intersperse some game trailers and stuff in there. And, uh, you know, you can watch all of the W2Network stuff if you just subscribe to W2Network. You get all of our shows. You know, we have something for football, soccer, uh, entertainment. They just reviewed the Eternals over there on the Radlitz folks. Um, the, uh, there's boxing, you know, alternative commentaries to movies. There's a pretty much. Almost any the anime. There's uh podcast for a lot of things. Definitely you want to uh subscribe to the never and get that. Um I'll be back tomorrow with a review of the US Mesco game with Eric for the soccer show. And yeah, thank you again for joining us. Uh I'm at WTM on Twitter, Marks at a Humanity Play. You can follow us on there. And until uh next time. See you later, everybody.